Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. On my um, desktop and I'm able to like plug in my other mic. Um, I don't mind using my phone, but it's just like, I love using my desktop. Like, yeah, you want to feel the whole ambiance. But I mean, then over here though, it's like, like, I like how the view looks like, I don't like how the view looks on the desktop. It's so weird. Like maybe it's just, I don't know. It's just like this part of your body. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly oh my gosh okay so um oh also I I'm, I don't do formal intros I just like I just say like hey, hey and then I talk about you oh um how do you want me to call you Gabrielle or Gabby you can call me Gabby that's fine oh, Gabby last name Lane L-A-Y-N-E but you don't need you probably don't even need Gabby Lane okay, got it <laughs> and it's strut into so my agency is called Strut Communications. So you can call it oh. that. And then my Instagram is just Strut to Success because I thought that was cute. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say, I'ma say Gabby Lane of Strut Communications. Yes. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> All right. Oh, I'm sorry, flashing my whole boob. All right. Um <laughs> girl, it's so funny. I be going live and I'm like, oh, there's my nipple. Like, let's <laughs> out. Um, so yeah. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> right, right. So um, throughout this, what I'll probably do, just because um, King sometimes likes to make random noises and stuff, I'll mute myself. So if it takes me a second to come back, like, you know, I'll, I'll be back to say something. Okay, no worries. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so... As long as I get to see his face, I'm fine. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, and three, two, one. Hey, boo. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited today because I got my boo here. Okay, listen, this person I'm about to introduce you to, like her and I have worked together with other clients before and sis is the bomb.com. Like she's so amazing. She's so talented and she's just super thoughtful and intentional on social media, which is why I had to bring her here. So y'all, I want to introduce you to my girl, Gabby Lane of Struck Communications. She's the bomb.com with anything content marketing, content strategy, social media strategy. Like sis is just the whole package okay okay so just <laughs> yourself tell us what you do give us the tea yes hey Kay honestly I'm just so happy to be seeing your face right now but for those of you guys who don't know me my name is Gabriella you can call me Gabby I'm the founder of Strut Communications and Strut Communications is a content marketing agency where I help women of color small business owners turn their brand stories into compelling content that people want to buy into um yeah and like Kay said we've worked together before I have so much respect for her work I think we think very much alike we're kindred spirits when it comes to marketing strategy so yes 
Yes, boo. Yes. I mean, it's, it's always like, I was just so excited, especially because I reached out to you and I was like, girl, we should like do something together, collaborate. And we are all about like content marketing and content strategy. And I think you were the one that brought this idea up. And I was like, this is genius. Like we should definitely talk about like more in depth of what happens and like the psychology or just like the science behind content and putting our content out there so that we can market our business. So y'all, y'all gonna hear the phone shaking. I mean, y- y'all know how I am. Like it's gonna be. <laughs> Yes, I'm chasing King right now. This is real mom life, mompreneur life, okay? Listen. <laughs> yes. So let's pop into these questions. So my first question for you is, um, and this is like a hot topic, you know, we're, people are always debating this, but I would love to get, hear your perspective and just talk through how often you think per service providers, coaches, you know, just those of us that are building our business online, how often should we be posting on social media? Oh, girl, I love that you asked this question. This is something that is always a point of contention, like you said, even like with my clients, um, with people that are my peers in the industry. I honestly do not think that there's a standard amount of time that anybody should post every day. I have been hearing a couple of people come to me. I think they all follow the same expert and he's telling people to post two or three times a day. I think that is full on blasphemy. Do not do that. And I think, that right. it should, yeah, it should be based, I think, on on how you're, how much time you really can allocate to social media that's going to be sustainable, that can help you to like brand yourself and really stay top of mind for your, for the people that you want in your community, but not overextending yourself. Like I post three times per week and I just try to post things that'll have longevity so that even if I'm not posting for every single day, someone will just come to my page, they'll see the value and still want to engage with me, still wanna follow me and all of that. So I don't think there's a standard amount. I think anywhere from two <laughs> to five is, is a healthy amount, if you ask me, especially for Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, you know, I had to hit it hard with the like random. Okay, boom. Can you give me a second? <laughs> Thank you. Like he was quiet he this whole time. With you. Girl, he was quiet the whole time until I turned this off. All right, okay, cut here. All right, cool. So um, so yeah, like I like the number of times that you post is such a place of like people get downright angry about like this is how you should do it. This is how often you should post. And um, I think I know who you're talking about. Um, I definitely know there's quite a few people in the space who are teaching like posting multiple times a day. Um, you know, posting you know every single day. And you know, I used to be that person. I'm not gonna lie. I used to be the person that was saying like post every single day. I wasn't necessarily saying multiple times, but I definitely told people. Um, and so I, this is Kay's official retraction. Um, <laughs> you know, like I definitely used to tell people like you have to post every single day, but I think in this time and space online, it's really important that we're just more intentional about what we're posting. And like you said, you put post up, like sometimes I see your post and I'm just like, this is a bomb piece of content and I don't need to see anything else from you for a minute. Like I feel thoroughly like nurtured and taken care of. And I'm like, dang, Gabby knows exactly what she's talking about after I've seen a piece of content of yours. And that's how people should feel. Like it's about the quality of your content and not, not necessarily the, the quantity that I'm seeing come up so much in the space. Yeah, because you know what happens, especially for us, like our information is so dense and people want to know so much from us. Imagine having to produce that every single day. Like that is a full-time job. Like realistically, who has the time to truly 
honestly create a bunch of posts that really don't mean anything at the point at this point you're just like i need to post five times per week and these are the posts and i'm just gonna put something up because i'm tired right versus you being like okay this is what i can sustain let me just bust this out and get it done and imagine like okay you post two or three times a day that could be like three months worth of content sis, that you just gave people in like a week like no I think it's all about everything you said, but also just longevity, like really giving yourself the time to let things breathe so that they can really have an impact. Yes, yes, yes. Like that was so, I always think to myself when I see someone posting multiple times in a day, I'm just like, and I think back to when I used to do it because I used to do it too. And I just think back like, wow, all that content that I put out in one week and then the next week I'd be so stressed about what I was going to post because I said like, I quote unquote, you know, felt like I said all my good stuff already. You know, it's, yeah. it's hard to come up with so many ideas. And it's like, we can free ourselves from feeling like we have to post every day or multiple times a day, right? Like you said, and like you do, I think you're a great example of someone who you post a quality piece of content and you like your key thing. I love how you just said, you let it breathe, like letting your content have some time to breathe. And I know it's kind of like people listen to this and be like, I think I need, I, I thought I needed to post every day. And it's like, it sounds counterintuitive. Like it sounds like, oh, I should be posting every single day because I need to stay top of mind. But you can stay top of mind when you're posting relevant quality content. Um, and so when, since we're talking about this, I would love for you to take us through your process. Like what is your process like? Or how do you suggest that? Like if we're thinking about our content, how should we, you know, map out like our ideas or, you know, sit down and create content? How far in advance do you create your content? Like, give us the tea on like how you're processing things. Yes, girl. Honestly, I have like been toiling with myself for years and this process always changes. But I think that's a big, important first tip to say is like your process is always going to change based on your lifestyle, based on the changes in your business, like based on what you just find doesn't work for you. Because I think content strategy, marketing strategy is different for everyone. But at this juncture, this is what I have found works really well for me. So I recently, like this year, started quarterly planning. And that's just like taking it even beyond, right? But just like quarterly planning. And that immediately was transformational, right? So then it's like in December, I'm already thinking January, February, March. What's happening in my business? And yes, things will change, but at least I could be like, okay, this is where I'm going to be focusing my messaging on and everything in this month, so on and so forth. That alone, transformational. Now I know why big businesses do that, right? Then the second thing I started to do was I started, I stopped trying to like sit down and brainstorm in one sitting. This is just personally, it doesn't work for me, but rather like sometimes I'll just be walking or I'll just be like watching something on TV and a thought will come to me. And I just created a system where I can just open my phone really quick and put the idea somewhere I can get it back later. So that when I'm planning my content, I'm more so looking at my ideas that I created when I had good ideas versus trying to force myself like, hmm, what would be interesting? And that to me takes a lot of the pressure off because your mind doesn't really like work when you command it to. Sometimes it just works when it wants to. And I think content is one of those good times to be like, okay, like let me let my my brain kind of relax and do its thing when it when it can. So that's the second thing. Then um, now that video content has become so huge, I like create my video plan of like, this is what I wanna do for the month. And I record it all in one day. 
I'm like, okay, I'm recording four videos, eight reels in this one day. And it sounds like a lot, but for me, I know I don't feel like being on video very often. So then I, I, I do that all at once. And um, something else that I do that you reminded me of, you triggered me with your reel you did the other day, where it was like me doing social media research or like me looking for TikTok sounds and like scrolling for four hours. Cause that's probably the worst part of my process. Like <laughs> trying to go on TikTok and find my sound bites. I'm like, okay, save, save. And then six hours later, it's like, no, you were just scrolling at this point. Um, Girl, yes. <laughs> that's literally me. Because I find sound bites for my clients too. So I'm looking for them for myself, for my clients. So I'll be on TikTok for hours, like completely down a rabbit hole. But yeah, I do that. And then, yeah, after that, I just create my content and schedule it out. But I think the preliminary stuff makes content planning so much easier. Because even like this month, I'm like, I'm not launching anything right now. So I'm just going to give y'all what I, what I can give. <laughs> you know and then knowing in like april or may i'm gonna launch something it's like okay now i know i need to like really go in but hopefully that all made sense yes that made so much sense and there are some a couple of key things that i really wanted to pull out from what you said uh, so often and and this is just really something that i've been pushing my clients because you know i mean we we have experience but it's like sometimes people don't know what they have coming down the pipeline and so it's important yeah. To have a plan. And so I love that you have a quarterly plan. For me, I have um, a yearly thing and then each quarter and yeah. then I break it down. You told me that when we were working together and I was shook. I was like, oh girl, you are on it. Like, then I don't have time. Like, you know, yeah. especially now, I definitely like, I used to not have the time, but now like I super don't have the time. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I really need to organize things and get things in a place where I feel really good. And, you know, and I love that you said, because even speaking to that plan of you saying like, okay, you have, you know, what's happening for the quarter, you know, what's down the pipeline. You also said like your plans may change, like your marketing plan and strategy may change. And I think that the beauty behind being prepared is that when things do change, you don't feel overwhelmed. Mm. Like you eight, you have, you did the eight reels, your four videos, but if things change, you don't have to feel overwhelmed because you still have some content over here that maybe you just need to put it out at a different time or switch things around, but like you still have the content done. And yeah. that is what makes the process a lot easier. And I yeah. really wanted to because I think that was genius like yeah and I, I have a lot of clients who are like that like things will completely derail right but it's like at least we can keep the truck going as we figure out the disaster behind the scenes because eventually it gets to a point where you're like look disasters are always happening but the business still needs to be front-facing and still out there people you know you can be authentic and let people know hey everything is on fire but it's like but still look like here's value as well, because like you said, I already planned it. It's already done. So truly transformational, even for me, like that mindset shift was like, it changed everything for me and how I work with my client. Yeah. I mean, it's so huge. And I, and I think that I well, I also not think I know that, like you said, our businesses catch on fire quite a bit. Like, you know, we have like tiny fires that happen in our business and it just feels so good to know that some of those behind the scene things like creating content or even what your content marketing strategy is, having that done in advance is so helpful. Like it's just, sometimes I'm amazed that like when I see a post go up, I'm like, oh, I forgot I did that. Thank God. Cause I really you like, yes, yes. Yes. And you said your, your list that you keep of just like brain dump ideas so that you never have to, like when you're sitting down creating content, you don't have to think that hard. 
I underestimated that so much. Like yes. I underestimated it, but I learned this tip actually from you when we were working together and I would see all your ideas. And I'm like, she's already planned the next month's ideas. Wait a second, what's going on? Like, how did she do <laughs> And I was like, oh, she's planning ahead. Like you were already planned into like the next month with ideas or however you were doing it. But now when you just said that tip, it just made me think like, wow. So having that running list, like, and, and now I have a running list, but I, I mean, I remember days that I would just wake up and be like, I don't know what I'm going to post or maybe I yeah. won't post. And you know, because I the don't- worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, like I, and I feel like, feel like for you that would work even better because you're always kind of like on the move, especially as a mom, and you're consuming all this stuff because you're trying to like teach him things. It's like there's probably just going to be a random ass idea that comes to your head, and then the good thing about the idea is you can just shift it to apply. So let's say you come up with some idea like, oh, I'm going to post about the thing that you did the real that was like I'm scrolling on TikTok for hours and then you have a launch about social media something you can still apply it to that or change the angle but at least you had the damn idea like that's really hard to come up with super creative innovative ideas when you're like okay sit down and be a genius like right right it's so hard one day let me come up with an idea like and it needs to go viral like that's so stressful (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. And and I think I think for both of us, from what I've seen, I think I understand that my own, my zone of genius is evergreen. It's like this is something that can apply to there tomorrow. When it comes to being like trend focused, I lean away from that just because I feel like it's exhausting to always try to like know what's happening at this very second and be like, okay, I gotta be the first to do it. I personally hate that feeling so much that for me I'm like I just like evergreen and for those of you who may be listening and don't know what evergreen means it essentially means just content that doesn't have a timestamp. whether you post it today next year or you post it a year ago someone can still look at it and be like oh this information stands like this is something still relevant versus like when a new soundbite comes on you're like oh okay I have to do this soundbite today like i can't I don't I, I feel like you have a good balance of both but for me I'm like if it's just an alignment it's an alignment <laughs> of though that you even mentioned that because I while I love the trendy stuff I'm a huge advocate of that evergreen content which is why I enjoy like podcasting and even some of my topics if you really pay attention to my topics like I, I talk about more evergreen topics and I, and I may use like trendy examples every once in a while, but I really try to like stick to content that, like you said, it doesn't matter if I post it today, last year or two years from now. I just recently posted um, a graphic of how to write a caption. And it's a, it's a graphic that I took from a caption that I had written the previous year. Like, you know, yeah. it's just like, I'm not like, I, I, like, like you said, you know, and, and I think in the space, you know, sometimes online people feel like, oh, I have to think of something new or it has to be out of the box, but it doesn't. It just needs to be authentic and really good information. Yes. Right? Yes. And you just have to add your, your angle to it. It's never going to be like repetitive or redundant if there's a core philosophy or belief of like, this is how I approach it. And that's, what's going to make it different and unique. And again, I think that that I think it's harder for us, right? Because we're marketers marketing. (laughs) So it's kind of like, sometimes it's hard to convey to people things that might be just so inherent to us and how we think. But I think that that is just so important, like repurposing, not reinventing the wheel, okay? Like 
if you're making, going back to our earlier point, if everything that you make is just value, right? You can just go back a year ago or two years ago, whatever, revamp whatever you have to be relevant to anything that's changed within you. And now you can have a Rolodex of content. You'll never run out of content because you'll always be able to repeat the same thing. Like I follow your social team. This woman like reposts her same high performing posts over and over and over and they perform good every single time when I started seeing that I was like no I'm not about yeah. to be doing myself no okay y'all getting the same post because it's either you knew people seeing it or it's going to remind you something you're going to like it again because no yeah and you know what it's such like it's so funny I think that we struggle with that you know of course as marketers but I also think that people just yeah. in, in general struggle with the idea that your content has to always be new right or a new idea or a new concept and the truth is that it does like you said maybe it's somebody that sees it for the first time right new followers or maybe it's an existing follower that just so happened to not see it the first time or it's something that people need to see over and over and over again because there are certain concepts that we teach right that we have to share that's super important and foundational to you know our business and our brand and it's important that we get that message out there over and over and over again because if not you know it's it's a crucial step that people need to know in order to work with so it's it's also like a a thing of I think sometimes we just have to like get out of our own way of thinking that there's somebody out there that's watching every single piece of content that will know like "Uh uh-oh like I mean yeah yeah, let's face it out like let's let's not post the same thing two weeks in a row but you know like yeah, nobody is gonna say like, oh, on January fifteenth, twenty seventeen, you posted this, but like nobody cares. Yeah. You know? yeah, you know what it is? I think a lot of us. I think it's two things. I think one, people feel like it's being lazy, but it's not being lazy. Um, Hey boo, real quick, does this sound like you? Are you currently working all hours of the day and you feel guilty, right? You feel guilty about splitting time between your business and your family or your business and just whatever it is that you wanna be doing, traveling, right? Are you someone who you want to consistently hit your money goals without sacrificing your time? You know that you're called to do something bigger, you're called to make a big impact, but you're tired of hustling, right? Like you're you're constantly having to hustle right now. Or do you feel like no one understands? Do you feel like you need a safe space to talk about life and business and dream really big? Then we need to talk, okay? Because I know that your problem right now is that you need a plan and you need some friends. And I'm just being dead serious. Like when I got a clue and I started planning intentionally in my business and surrounded myself with like-minded women, things changed. So I want to invite you, formally invite you to the Becoming CEO Mastermind. So this mastermind is a six-month mastermind. We're going to be starting up in May and it's going to go through October. And inside this mastermind, you are going to get bi-weekly mastermind group coaching sessions. You're going to get monthly private coaching with me. There's going to be a Slack channel for us to create community. There's a retreat. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited about this retreat. And there's just going to be a whole bunch of other little surprises that I'm going to give you. But really, I just want to invite you because this space is going to be a very safe space and a place where as women, we're going to hold each other accountable to doing the work, but we're also going to speak life and to one another and so I am really big I'm really really big on sisterhood I'm really big on strategy and I'm really big on being of service to one another and to our ideal clients and so 
One thing about me is that in any container that you come into when you're working with me, I always make sure that we focus on those three things. And when you do that, when you have community, when you have strategy, when you are leading your business out of a place of service, things change things the, the game changes and so if you're someone who you've been watching right you've been watching you've been waiting to work with me you've been watching you know me put out these programs and you're just like oh I know I need to join something listen if you are ready to up level your business if you are ready to structure your business in such a way that 10 years from now you're still in business and you are thriving you are living your best life honey then this is the place for you boo and I want to invite you I want to invite you to really be honest and to say you know what I need some help I need some support and I want you to know that we have your back okay this this mastermind group that I'm putting together at most there's going to be five women in here because y'all are gonna be best friends like you're definitely gonna be my best friend and I want you to really be a community that can lean on strengthen and encourage one another while learning and growing so if this sounds like something that you will be interested in I would love to have you apply click the link below or you can go to mrskh.com forward slash bceo mastermind that's mrskh.com forward slash bceo mastermind I hope to see you inside you will not regret this Content is an asset. Every single piece of content that you are producing, it's called, it's a, it has money value to it. It's either costing you your time and energy or you're paying somebody to create it. And either which way it costs something, which means it should be used more than once. Like it's absurd to me to think that you would put invest that into that time into like posting something one time in one place that will now di disappear and never be like valuable again. So I think that needs to change. And two, I think that exactly what you were just saying, like, I feel like sometimes people think of their audience as like a panel of judges, like looking at you with their nose up, like, hmm, let me see what she got today. If this isn't good, I'm going to unfollow her. Like, she's not worthy. And it's like, no, they're like more like cheerleaders. Like, as long as what you're sharing is like something that they can walk away from, like, yes, I like that. Or that was helpful or whatever you're in the clear It's not like a panel of like evil people <laughs> and I feel like that's how we think of our audience we almost get afraid of them like oh my god they're gonna hate this you know and yeah that just that's just what that made me think of yes your like your true audience they are not a panel of judges yeah. your true audience like you said they are the cheerleaders they are the people rooting for you nine times out of ten when you have haters and trolls it's not somebody that's been following you forever, right? Like it's not people that consume your content regularly and care about your content. Now, yeah, do we sometimes post things that may trigger people? Like I know a post I did yesterday, I was talking about, um, you know, how people like to say like, oh, just be consistent and you'll make 10K a month. Like, okay, sis, really? Um, and I did a post on that, you know? And it triggered a couple of people. A couple of people like DM me and they were like not very happy about that. And they were like, it does take consistency to, to uh, build a bit. And I said, you obviously didn't read the caption. See, now I'm that person. Like, baby, you want to come for me? Don't. I I'm okay. here for it. Let's, have, have, a, let, let's have a chat. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm here for, I'm here for the foolishness and we want to go there. But those people also, they didn't follow me. Like I, I looked, they didn't, they weren't followers of mm -hmm. mine. So, you know, yeah, you may get hate from other people, but your real followers, the people that we actually care about because they're the ones that we can convert into customers. They are, like you said, they are cheerleaders. So they need to like, 
I love how you said it makes no sense to create a piece of content that you can only post one time and it never gets seen again. Like that, yeah. that's insanity. That's insane. Like imagine me making all these podcast episodes and it just stays on the podcast and I never promote it on Instagram. I never make captions. I never do any, like that would be a waste of content. Waste for all this hard work you're doing over here, raising <laughs> a baby, talking to me. For the one time someone will listen to this episode, no, they gonna you. Everyone is gonna see this episode. Get this pull quote. Get this yes, invite. yes, yes, exactly. And I think that's so important when it comes to like the the whole idea of content creation. And, and I just it just made me think of something. I would love to know, like, do you have any tips or like just any any wisdom that you can drop on us about when we are creating content? and trying to, you know, convert it into customers. Like what kind of content should people be creating? Um, I have some ideas and I, I would love to see yours. We can just bounce back and forth on like yeah. types of content to create for, for clients. <laughs> brainstorm sessions, yes. Um, so I, I have heard this from Manu, again, at your social team. I'm a big fan of hers. She said something to me that really shifted my mindset because I'm kind of new to creating campaigns around like digital type launches. And over the past year, I've had to make so many campaigns, like launch campaigns, and there's really a science to it. And the biggest thing that I've found is that just like we kind of try to make all of our content really fun and expressive and like not even the word fun, but just valuable to our audiences and really not stale, like sales can get very stale. I think that your launch content should be that and amplified, like rather than being so focused on saying like the who, what, why, where, when, how of your launch, it really should like take people through a mental journey that walks them right into the door, right? Of this is a problem that you are having, or this is something you need. And it's like, how do you find what you need? And then just breaking it down to the point of like arrows, here's where you need to go rather than just like starting at point A of, hey, I have this thing coming in a month, register. It's kind of like of course, you mentioned the call to action in there, but thinking of it as more of like you're taking people on a journey and not feeling like the content has to be so dense on urgency and like repetitiveness. It can just be your regular content just with a theme. Like the theme is this launch and this is the same type of stuff I would share, but now there's a call to action that's very specific at the end. And I found those launches to be more successful than just being like, okay, every other day post, don't forget that I'm having a webinar, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I couldn't agree more. For me, I definitely have noticed that um, whether it's for myself or for clients, it's just so important, uh, you said to show the, I think you said to show the process of the journey. And it's just like this step, this step, this step. So what I have done that's just made things super easy for me is I think in the terms of like my ideal client and really anybody's ideal client, we understand threes very well, you know, like three bullets three tips, you know? So I like to break things down into like, what are the three takeaways of my offer? So it's yeah. like, if my these three takeaways, then that's where I can center all my content. Um, and it just makes things easier for me to create the content from that space. But yeah. also it, it does what you just said. And it takes your ideal client or the person that you want to join. It takes them along this process where they can clearly see in three steps, this is what's going to help me do it. Cause I mean, we all know that our programs and our offers can do so much more than these three steps, but sometimes mm -hmm. people really need to be clear that like, these are the three kind of tangible things they can walk away with. Yeah, Everything like else. Information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yes. And so like, that's where I'm finding like, okay, this is where, I, how I should kind of center and focus my content. Um, and it, it's just been really fun. So I love that you said the process because I think so often, like you said, it's, uh, <laughs> I see people and they're like, you know, I don't know what's wrong. I talk about my offer, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, all you did was slap up there and say that you had something coming or that this is the offer, but you gave me no real transformation or no real journey for me to feel like, okay, I actually need this. Yeah. Or even like the small win of like, here's a small win that just gives you a taste of like, what's going to come with this whole thing. I think something I've also learned is like, even with the messaging, like you said, if you have those three main takeaways, then that the purpose of that is to get them to where they can get all the details, right? Because first it's like, okay, I'm interested. What is this? Then that's when you have your whole landing page. It has all the details and all the, the things to get them to convert. But sometimes the launch on, especially on social media is more to spark the interest than it is to like completely convert. Sometimes it will, like sometimes there'll be people who have been sitting here waiting to buy from you. And now they just have the opportunity and they're like, buy, but there's gonna be some people where it's like, okay, I'm interested, let me go find more, which is why every step of marketing is important besides just the social. Cause if you have a killer launch and then the site or is like, it looks sketchy or whatever, it's gonna, you can't blame us now. We did the social media strategy, but we did our part. We got them there. We don't know what happened once they clicked. I can tell you they clicked though, you know what I mean? I would love to, um, cause you just brought something up that um, is also like another hotly debated topic um, as to like whether or not you need like a landing page or a sales page, you know, cause some people are like, you can do it all on Instagram. And other people are like, no, you need a sales page. So I have a strong stance, but I would love to know yours. <laughs> yeah, I think you still need them. I feel like, I think there's two types of people in your community. There's a super fans where like, they love you, they stand you, they trust you. And if you tell them that this is the thing, they're gonna get, it. they really don't require like a lot of nurturing, but then there's a whole other community of people who are either just coming on every single day to follow you, or maybe just might find this by chance and they're not gonna be as quick, you know? And I know if I find something on social media or anywhere and it, if it sparks my attention, I'm like, yeah, I wanna buy this, but I still need more information. I, need, I still need to know you're legitimate. I still need to know what I'm getting. Cause I don't know you like that. I just know that you have this one amazing thing that has sparked my attention. So I think it's it's still necessary. That's my stance. I wanna know. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I am also in that same phase with you of like, I think it's necessary. And I'll say this, there have, I have done launches where I didn't have a sales page. Um, and I found that, like you said, the people that signed up were super fans. They were yeah. people that stand K and it was like, of course they trust me because they've been in other offers of mine or they just know I'm a person of integrity. So like they felt comfortable and confident. Yeah. But when I think about it, there were a couple of people that didn't join that offer. And when I think about who they are, they weren't super fans and they probably didn't join because there was no um, information, like no further website. And to be honest, websites, landing pages, sales pages, it gives you like a, it gives people like a sense of legitimacy. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not just some random person that has a PayPal link and yeah. is trying to voice you for whatever, you know, it's like, this person is the real deal, you know? So yeah, yeah I'm definitely in sales. Yeah, and it's an experience, right? It's like, especially like once you start to get to things where people need to invest like that, you think I'm going to invest whatever you asking me for nine, nine and nine, 15, nine to five, you got a landing page. No, I'm not giving you that. Right. Not, right. No, like, 
you need to have a because it's, it's almost like a part of the brand experience you know like this i'm taking you on this journey i'm giving you all the information i'm giving you more than enough information to know this is what you need and this is going to help you so i think yeah i'm glad we're in alignment like yeah. your sales page and your landing page is like an extension and you know because it is content marketing like it's still content marketing yeah. to have that so where your social media may not answer every single question, your landing page and sales page can close the gap for you and make the sale. Like mm -hmm. that's where you can make the sale because if you don't have that, you have to hope that your content on social media or you having a DM conversation, if you do DMs or a sales call, like you have to hope that those things really close them. But what about that person that's up at one o'clock in the morning IEK, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here stressed out thinking to myself, am I going to make this investment? Am I going to pull the trigger? I, for me, I'll pull the trigger if I'm able to read the website 5,000 times. Yep. Like, that I, I, it's just, that's the kind of person I am. And we, a lot of people are like that. A lot of people, one of the objections is always, I got to talk to my spouse, right? Like, so to talk to their spouse, their spouse is not going to want to see Instagram posts. You know right. what I'm saying? They're going to want to see a sales page or, you know, even I, I even give grace. Like if you have an application page and then like at the top, it gives all the details. Like, okay, I'll let you yeah. have that. You know, like yeah. at least there's some kind of information for them to see and like be able to share it with whoever else is the decision maker. Yeah. Because for some people, there may be another decision maker and that's okay. Right. But I think that when we are mindful of that, we, now we can just structure our sales pages to also be a, an extension of our content marketing strategy. Exactly. I agree with you 100% because I recently had to make a big investment like that. And I had to show my wife and I was like, okay, this is what this person has. Like she even had like a webinar, like to be like, okay, and she was like, if you have a decision maker, come to the webinar, all of that is considered content marketing. And more, the more the investment is, the more pillars you should explore. Because I love Instagram as much as the next person, but like really Instagram is just one piece of the puzzle. You know, you do have to create a 360 equation. Thank you for saying that. Instagram <laughs> is only one piece of the puzzle. And I think so often that's where people get stuck, right? I love Instagram just as much as the next person. I mean, I know both of us love Instagram because we're always over there and cre we create really good content for that platform. But the truth of the matter is, um, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is that um, when it comes to your marketing strategy, we have to think outside of Instagram. Now, can you build your business on Instagram? Of course, like plenty of people do it, but like nine times out of 10, someone's built their, their uh, brand or business with something else too, right? There's something else besides just Instagram that's helping them close and convert you know these followers into customers right like it's not like we're going to be invoicing them on instagram you know and they're going to pay us you know there's a whole other like thing that has to happen on the other side especially as a service provider it's like instagram is just a scratch of the surface you still have to do all these other steps and even if you have a product-based business having as many touch points as possible as people sift around as we do, right? Like, we're like, I like this dress, but like, let me look at their website. Let me look at their blog, what are you talking about? Let me reopen their email. You know, you're just like, let me just see what's going on. And eventually you'll just see something. You're like, yes, I'm buying it. You know, and you never know for each person what it is, but if you have all these touch points to just keep like a shark and like, like circling you in water, then eventually it's like, okay, like I'll do it. Or at least increase the likelihood more and more with each touch point. 
Yes, yes, yes. Um, you mentioned touch points and I'm so big on like customer journey. Of course, we can't like always predict where someone's going to actually buy, like what's that one thing they need to see to purchase. But if we have multiple touch points, we give them options. Like people just need options. People need to see that like, oh, she's not just consistent on Instagram or she's not just posted on Instagram because she has an offer. Like she also has like an email list or she has a website that has these blog posts so I can see that she's like, you know, she knows what she's talking about or she's good at what she does. Or like you said, with a product-based business, it's like sometimes they just want to see what else you have. That could increase the amount that someone spends because now they can see you have other things besides this one item that you're posting on Instagram, right? And so it's just really important that when we are, thinking about like content like this this is such a big conversation when you really think about it because it's not just oh what do I post on Instagram or how often do I post on Instagram and I think for both of us we just know it to be so true like our jobs are hard because people really feel like we're the beginning and the end really we're just one piece of a bigger puzzle and we can do everything in perfect alignment to bring traffic traction to a business but if there are holes in in the process or in the customer journey like you said they can fall off in a myriad of ways from, from that touch point it doesn't mean that it's not working sometimes it's that the website isn't working sometimes it, it means that your systems are like the other the stuff after you have secured the sale aren't working well it could be so many different things. And I feel like for us, that's the biggest part of the conversation that I always want to emphasize is like, I'm doing everything in my power to do this, but like, it has to be a holistic effort. Content marketing is not the saving grace of a business, you know? Yes. And um, I think that, and I think we can leave it at this note for this episode. We're going to have to do another one because yeah. we, we got, we got more, but yeah. um, I that the biggest thing and and I think the biggest takeaway from what you just said is like social media content marketing it's only a piece of the puzzle Um, a lot of people don't even have a business plan you know a lot of people don't know what their customer journey is and so it makes it makes it harder to try to figure out okay how do I market this product or how do I market my services right and it's a little bit more than just saying like oh pick content pillars and posts right Um, A lot of people try to make it seem like that's all you have to do, but there is more behind it because I know plenty of well-meaning people who are posting quality content, right? But because you have no overarching strategy and you don't have an overarching plan, like, like how you said earlier, having your quarters where you know what you're having come down the pipeline, what you're going to be offering, when you don't have those plans in place, it makes it a lot harder to convert people from just, oh, wow, I really love Gabby's content to oh, let me get Gabby these coins because I know that she can help me do X, Y, and Z with my business, right? That's that's two different conversations. Yes, absolutely. Yes, girl. Yes, this was bomb.com. Like, I feel like, I I hope that people could just get so much from this. I'm pretty sure they did, but I would love- You just gave them all the tea. (laughs) listen you know I'm not playing no games in 2021 like listen we just need to like say what it is and call it a day Uh, (laughs) but I would love for you to tell us because I know you have a couple of offers some bomb offers so I want you to tell us about like what you have um you know plug anything you have but then also how we can follow you and just keep up with you in the future yes absolutely so I'm super excited because I have recently launched a service that I'm so excited about it's called SOS, the social optimization suite. And it's pretty much for solopreneurs that are just starting out with exploring their content marketing strategy or just really need a revamp or refresh. And I just give you the works. I give you 
I help you define your content pillars. I make custom branded templates for you. I give you like a strategic roadmap of what to post, when to post, why to post it, a bank of content ideas, like all of the goodness that any person who just wants content marketing to be easeful, but strategic for themselves, it's what they need. So I'm super excited about that service and you can um, find more information about it on my website struttosuccess.com and if you want to keep up with me on instagram my instagram handle is strut to success s-t-r-u-t and yeah i can't wait to meet all you guys oh my gosh gabby this was amazing we still need to like figure out when we're gonna do this instagram live because baby i feel like we just have so much that we can add and i think this is a part of the conversation that a lot of people don't talk about because people love to like just jump in and be like you need content pillars you need to post this much but it's just like listen there's a little more like you know yeah I love I love this and I I can't wait for us like have more conversations about this because I feel like it's really important to get the message out there that like hey guys we kind of need a plan like not kind of you need a plan like you need to think about (laughs) about our journey yes like period (laughs) (laughs) so I love this so much thank you so much boo for coming on and until next time I will talk to y'all later darlings Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thugger review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.